program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, presents Fibber McGee and Molly, transcribed with Bill Thompson, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Cliff Arquette, Bud Steffen, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie, and directed by Max Hutto, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. You like cream in your coffee? Well, then try your next cup with pet milk in place of cream. Not ordinary milk, mind you, but pet evaporated milk. Good, sweet country milk that's been concentrated to double richness. When you see what a wonderful creamy color pet milk gives to coffee, when you taste that smooth, satisfying flavor, you'll agree that pet milk makes good coffee better. The pet milk really belongs in your cream pitcher. And with pet milk costing less than half as much as cream, it's easy to understand why coffee lovers the country over use pet milk for a better cup of coffee at lower cost. Your grocer has pet milk. Put pet on your shopping list now. Get several cans tomorrow. It snowed last night in Westville Vista, a beautiful thick carpet of white. And the town looks like a Christmas card. Standing on the front walk at number 79, Mrs. McGee thinks she has never seen such a lovely sight. <sighs> and Mr. McGee, just listen to what he thinks of the beautiful snow. Mr. McGee's remarks have been deleted in the public interest. This is NBC. <laughs> Where we join Fibber McGee and Molly. <laughs> this stuff. Snow. All it causes is trouble. Wet feet, traffic jams, hard work. Snow. Why do we have to have it? What's it good for? How much did you pay for that snow shovel? Three bucks. If we never have any snow, it would be stupid to buy a snow shovel, wouldn't it? Well, yes, but... So that's what snow is good for. It proves you are not so stupid. <laughs> hey, it does it, that don't Why, it? sure it does. Ain't that a wonderful thought? Thousands of tons of snow all over the country just to prove that I ain't stupid. <laughs> kind of makes you stop and think, don't it? I sometimes... What's the matter? I'm just listening for the phone. That guy ever call again? Who? I don't know. Well, then what guy are you talking about? The guy that phoned this morning while you were taking out the ashes and I was in the shower and by the time I got up from slipping on the soap and got downstairs, it stopped ringing. <laughs> you know, the guy that the next time he called, I was in the basement getting the snow shovel out from under three tons of coal that they dumped it down the chute while I was playing in the Elks Pool Tournament last week and they didn't know the snow shovel was there. <laughs> that guy. Oh, him. Yeah. No, I haven't gotten a call all morning. Who was it? Oh, I don't know, but it must be urgent. Hey. Hey, you think maybe it was the pot of gold? I doubt it. Huh? They've been off the air for several years. Oh. <laughs> well, our phone's been busy a lot. Hey, that's it. I bet it's one of them quiz shows. Oh, McGee, I don't think Look, so. Look, let's be logical. Are you expecting a call from a quiz show? No, I'm not. Well, neither am I. And one of them guys always call. When you're not expecting it, that's when. Boy, oh boy. Keep listening, Molly. Keep all listening. All right, all right. You shovel. I'll listen. Okay. Whew. Ah, this is hard work. 
How can anything that looks so light weigh so much? The paper commented on that this morning, dear. You did? Yes. The paper said this was the heaviest snow we've had for a long time. Uh, <laughs> no, I believe it, Tootsie, because hi, Oli. Well, that isn't a very good reason. Oh, it is Oli. Hello, Oli. Well, hello, Mrs. Hello, McGee. You took a little exercise? Yeah. Yeah, cleaning off the sidewalk, Oli. You got the sidewalks clean in front of your house? It don't snow on the sidewalks at my house, McGee. I get influence. I got a cousin by the weather bureau. Heavenly days. Everything is politics. How can a cousin with the weather bureau fix it so it doesn't snow on your sidewalk? Very simple, Mrs. Then the weather says snow, he comes over and helps me cover the sidewalk with the tarpaulin. Then it snows, it snows on the tarp, you see. Oh. <laughs> That's a pretty ungenious idea, Oli. Cover the pavement with a tarp, eh? Sure. Mm. You know, all the neighbors get a big laugh yesterday when they watch us cover up the walks. Yeah. But guess who laughs today when we pick up the tarp and dump all the snow in the street with a clean sidewalk? <laughs> you had the last laugh, did you? No, the street department did. They make me shovel it off the street and down the sewer. <laughs> Tarpaulin idea is pretty good. I'll have to try that. Well, it's no good when it's windy, though. No? You spread it down and you think you got it all fixed and then big wind comes up and you know what happens? What? You blow your tarp. <laughs> Family all well and happy, Ole. Have a nice Christmas. Oh, sure, McGee. Everybody gets exactly what he wants. Except me. Yeah? I always get something useful. <laughs> I get the electric razor. Well, say, now that is a useful gift, isn't it? It sure is, missus. All Christmas Day, I crawl around on hands and knees looking for ragged pieces and electric wires, and then I trim them off with a razor. I shave all the electrics in the house. <laughs> An electric razor is to shave your face with, Oli. Huh? It is? Sure. Why somebody don't told me these things? <laughs> Your wife won't be trying to sharpen pencils with it. No, I guess you've... Hey, wait a minute. Knowing my missus like I do, missus, I wouldn't be too sure. I'll go home and take a look. So long, both you fellas. So long. Well, back to work, kiddo. By the way, uh, why the extra shovel on the porch? Oh, that. Well, I change off. When this one gets too hot, I use that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> McGee, the phone. The telephone, McGee. The phone. That's it. That's the guy that... I'll get it. Oh. Oh. That dreaded snow shovel. Heavenly days. Here, let me help you up. Are you hurt? Uh, I don't know yet. Answer the phone, will you? I'll get up later. Uh, quick, the phone. I can't get in the house. You're lying across the door. <laughs> well, kick me out of the way before the phone stops. <laughs> it stopped. Oh, my... Oh! Billy Mills, the orchestra, and the Marshmallow World.
this is hard work. Hey, you know something? I sure do. The population of Hindustan as of the 1910 no, no, census no, no, no. was... <laughs> I mean about snow shoveling. Oh. I think medical students ought to spend several hours a year shoveling snow. It ought to be part of their regular cranium. Part of the what? Cranium. The school cranium. <laughs> you know, the course of study. You mean curriculum, lover. I do. I thought curriculum was balance. You know, like a tightrope walker uses an umbrella to maintain his curriculum? That's equilibrium. Oh, yeah, don't kid me, kiddo. Equilibrium is a guy that rides a horse. Sure, everybody knows that. There's an equilibrium statue of General Sherman in the... No, no. That's equestrian. Equestrian? Yes. It's from Westrian, which means a cow pony, uh-huh. and eek! Eek from women drivers pretending to be scared for the benefit of a good-looking cowboy. Eek, Westrian. Then what did I say wrong in the first place? You said cranium instead of curriculum. Cranium is your head. Certainly, as I was saying. If medical students used their heads, they'd spend a lot of time (laughs) shoveling snow. Because when you shovel snow, you discover muscles you never knew you had, and... Was that the phone? No, I don't think so. I didn't hear anything. Thought I heard the phone. I sure wish I knew who was that calling me. Maybe a lot of dough at stake, you know, or something. Big job in Washington. Who knows? Hold it, dearie. Here comes a man. Who's that? Search me. I don't think I... I beg your pardon, sir and madam. Sorry to interrupt your work. Oh, that's okay, Buster. Glad to have you. (laughs) Glad to have me what? Interrupt his work. <laughs> I'd be happy to. You start shoveling again, sir, and I'll walk in, up and interrupt you, and we'll just pretend that I... Oh, cut it out. <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm just kidding. Just kidding? Well, I'm glad to know you, Jess. Hmm? <laughs> I'm Orville Pugsley. And this, I presume, is Mrs. Jess kidding? Uh, no, Mr. Pugsley. I'm Mrs. McGee. My husband Look, is... baby, what you tell your husband is your own business. If you want to stand and bat the fat with Jess here, I'm not one to run and gab to your old man, eh, Jess? <laughs> stop poking me in the ribs and stop calling me Jess. I'm... Oh, well, I'm sorry it was a bit familiar of me, wasn't it? I'll say it was. Believe me, Mr. Kidding, I'm not one to take advantage of a... By the way, baby, what's your first name? None of your business. It is? Well, it's certainly strange what parents will do to children in the way of names, isn't it? (laughs) Mrs. None-of-your-business McGee. I had a cousin named Bay of Biscay Anderson. (laughs) Then I had an uncle named Bird Lay Square Egg. (laughs) He was a full-blooded Navajo Indian. That is, he was full-blooded until one day he cut himself while knifing a friend. (laughs) Excuse me, Mr. Pugsley, uh, Orville... Yes, none of your business? Oh, I think that's a delightful name. I would never have thought... That ratted, Pugsley, if you don't want this snow shovel wrapped around your curriculum... Cranium. Wrapped around your cranium... Now, 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 now. No reason for tempers to flare up, Mr. Kitty. Well... I merely stopped by to inquire some directions. Very well. Uh, where do you want to go? I want to go home and finish making my angel food cake. Hmm? I didn't understand the directions, so I thought I'd ask the first intelligent people I saw. But unfortunately, I met you two first. <laughs> Now tell me, tell me this. How does one fold an egg? 
Well, that's quite simple, Orville. You just beat the egg in a cup, fry it in a small pan, and then let it cool, and you'll find that it folds quite easily. Well, thank you, neighbor. These cookbooks were just a little more... Anyway, that lemon head give me a little breather, so... Uh-oh, there's the phone again, McGee. I'll get it this time. No, 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 I'll get it. Must be for me. I'll get it. Dad <laughs> <laughs> ratted snow shovel. Sweetheart, dearie, are you hurt? No. No, I don't think so. Quick, help me up so I can answer the... <sighs> Ain't that the dog guns? Who do you suppose it is? I haven't the faintest idea. Uh, me either. That's what got me worried. Hey, do you suppose anything wonderful has happened to your rich Aunt Sarah? Like she's fell off the roof, maybe? <laughs> no, and get that happy look off of your face. <laughs> Just a thought. Well, hello there, pal. Hello, Molly. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. Hey, you've been trying to get me on the telephone today. Somebody's been trying to get me on the telephone. And I thought if it was you trying to get me on the telephone... Was that the telephone? I don't hear anything, pal. But say, it might have been for me. It might have? Why might it have? Well, simply because I... Hey, let me take that snow shovel a minute, pal. You look tired. Well, look tired. I am tired. Here, Junior. Decent of you to help. Oh, forget it. Why were you expecting a call here, Mr. Wilcox? Well, I told my secretary I might drop by and to call me here if there was anything urgent because I was expecting a call from the sponsor. About what? Pet milk business? Pal, I'm glad you asked me that because... Oh, McGee, you shouldn't have done it. Huh? <laughs> After all these months, oh, you well, should... That's okay, kiddo, that's okay. He took the shovel out of my hands and I took the words out of his mouth. <laughs> Even Stephen. Go on, Junie. Well, the pet milk people wanted me to be sure to talk about infant feeding this week because that's one of pet milk's greatest selling points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the fact that pet milk is sterilized in its own sealed can and completely free from harmful germs. The fact that pet milk is always uniformly rich and nourishing and so easy for a tiny tummy to take. Oh, that's cute. Oh, easy for a tiny tummy to take. I like that. So do babies. <laughs> Well, it's one reason why so many doctors recommend pet milk. Always easy to digest, always safe, economical to buy. Pet milk has been a favorite form of milk for babies for years and years because it supplies the proper minerals and vitamin D for healthy growth, good bones, and sound teeth. Yes, you see, pet milk is... Hey, was that the telephone? No, I don't hear anything. Oh, thought I heard it. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, pet milk uh, stresses ho, ho, the fact that... Ho, 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 hold it, Milky. What? Ho, ho, hold it. What's the matter, telephone? <laughs> no, it wasn't a telephone, but you took the snow shovel from McGee, and uh, you've j- uh, just been standing there holding it. Yeah. I thought you were going to help shovel. Yeah, me too. Oh, no, no, I just took the shovel so you wouldn't interrupt me while I was talking, pal. I had oh. to keep you quiet. Here, take it back. Huh? See you at the bowling alley tonight. Hey, hey. Come to think of it, that call couldn't have been for me. I got that yesterday. So long now. Well, well, let's get through here, McGee, and get in the house, and then if the phone rings again, we'll be there. All right. You know, I will say for you, dearie, that you're doing a fine job. What'd you say, kiddo? I say, here comes Dr. Gamble. Hello, Doctor. 
Oh, hi, Doc. Hello, Molly. And good day to you, muscle-bound. Hmm. What do you mean, muscle-bound? I at least can lean over and see where I've been shoveling without stepping back three paces. That's more than you could do. With that steak and potatoes veranda of yours, it's a wonder you ever know if your socks match. Anyway, at your age, I'd suggest you leave the hard physical work to somebody... Hey! Hey, telephone! It's ringing! I'll answer it, McGee. You stay here and talk to... No, 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 no! It's for me! I'm sure. I'll get it! We need you. He doesn't need me after a fall like that. He needs six muscular friends and a brief eulogy by somebody who doesn't know him too well. Help me up, somebody. I gotta answer that phone. Too late, dearie. It stopped ringing. Hmm. Are you hurt badly? Look him over, will you, doctor? I've been looking him over for a number of years, and he gets no prettier. <laughs> think you busted anything, Storefoot? I think I busted everything. Look at that bone sticking out there. Look at that. What's that, my clavicle? That's the handle of your snow shovel. Oh. <laughs> Doctor, is he all right? Yeah, sit up, Graceful. <laughs> now, take a deep breath. What's your idea of a deep breath? I hope you never have to swim across a finger bowl underwater. Now, take a deep one. Uh... You're all right, child of brain, just skinned and bruised. Yeah, I, I better quit snuffling show for today, huh? Who said that? McGee huh? did. Yeah, better take it easy, huh? Relax. Certainly not. Get back and shovel. Loosen up those stiff muscles. Huh? Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got to get back to the hospital. Huh? Accident case. Oh, what kind, Lardo? Man slipped and fell down with his neck across his snow shovel and broke it in two pieces. <laughs> well, so long. Did he mean his... Gee, I didn't have the nerve to ask. The King's Men and Hullabaloo. Hullabaloo, Hullabaloo, Hullabaloo. The music of our band. Hullabaloo, 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 hullabaloo. 
the music of a man. Hullabaloo, hullabaloo, hullabaloo. Cause the music that they play is grand. How does your back feel now, dearie? Better? Uh, no. No, but my leg hurts so bad I don't notice my back anymore. You ought to see my knees. They look like I've been shooting craps on a pile of broken glass. Look, sweetheart, why don't you go in and lie down? Then if the phone rings... No, sir. I started this job, and by George, I'm going to finish it. At this point, I don't care if that that dreaded phone never rings again. I wouldn't answer that phone now if it was... No, sweetheart. No, it didn't ring. I thought I heard it. Anyhow, like I... Oh, hey... Take that extra shovel off the steps there and get it out of the way, will you? With pleasure. I'll drop it here in the snow. Good. There. At least that's one hazard you don't have to worry about. Oh, look, McGee, the lad on the sled. Huh? Coming down the hill. Watch it. Look out, Sonny. Hey, look out there, boy. (laughs) Hi, guys. Look at him. Roll right into a snowbank. Head over shoelaces. Yeah, well. Come on, help him up, kiddo. Uh, oh, it hurts me just to look at a fall like that. Help Here, Sonny, give me your hand now. Well, oh, thanks, daughter. Well, hello there, kid. <laughs> hi, daughter. Hi, Johnny. Well, for Heavenly the... Heavenly days, it's the old timer. Hi, old timer. Hey, you want to go belly busting, Johnny? <laughs> you know, that might be a nice switch at that, McGee. You said it. I've busted everything else so far. <laughs> no, thanks, old timer. i got to clean off this sidewalk in case it freezes tonight. Liable to get slick. Well, it can be dangerous, Johnny. I spread ashes around our front porch this morning myself. <laughs> Some folks use gravel. What do you spread on your front steps, kids? McGee. Huh? <laughs> he said what he has spread on the steps. And, uh, you know, the phone keeps ringing, Mr. Oldtimer, and every time McGee hits that porch, he spreads out like a pat of butter on a hot waffle. <laughs> well, the boy's kind of fumble-footed, daughter. He don't keep in commission. You ought to do like me, Johnny. First thing I do every morning is hop into a cold shower for ten minutes. Tones me up. No kidding. You stand under a cold shower in this weather? Yep. One of these days I'm going to get up the nerve to turn it on, too. (laughs) I always claim that... Hey... What is it? Well, there's a snow shovel laying out here in the yard, kids. Liable to lose it that way. Yeah, we know. We put it there, so just... I better put it over here on the floor. No, don't you bother now. We want it left out. No, 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 no. That's it. That's the phone. I'll I'll get it. I'll on the steps here where you kids can find it when you want it. That ratted snow shovel. Dear, oh, dear, McGee. Johnny! Yeah? The phone's ringing. (laughs) Never mind. They hung up. Oh, Oh. Oh, my aching everything. Now, now, you just stay there on the Davenport, sweetheart. You'll be all right. Can I get you anything? No. No, I'll just lay here and listen for the phone. 
Whoever that is is going to get a hunk of my mind that... There it is. That's it. I'll get it. No, no. Hello. Hello. This is McGee. Hello. No, no, dearie. That's the doorbell. Oh. Here. Let Mother help you back on the divan. You mustn't exert yourself like that. Oh, come on in. Ah, uh, good afternoon to you both. You, Mr. and Mrs. McGee. Yes, we are, bud. Whatever you want, I'm pretty busy right now. I'm waiting for a phone call, and I... Uh, this will only take a few minutes, Mr. McGee. I've been phoning you all day, but I couldn't... You! You mean you're the guy that's been phoning me all day? Well, come on, come on, come on. What is it? What do you want? What do you want? Uh, Mr. McGee, I just wanted to ask you one important question. Yeah, bud, shoot, bud. What is it? What is it? Well, I'm with the Life and Limb Insurance Company. How are you fixed for accident insurance? (laughs) Accident insurance. Molly. Hand me my shotgun out of the closet, will you? Hurry, because this guy may get away before I get... Gladly, dearie. Don't go away uh, now, sir. Well, I can see you're in no mood to talk insurance today, oh, Mr. McGee. I'll, new... I'll see you later. Call me if I can... Oh. Here, watch out for the snow shovel, sir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him bounce. Liver and Molly return in just a moment. Say, does a woman dress to please her husband? Well, I wouldn't even try to guess. But it's a sure thing that a woman cooks to please hubby and the youngsters. And say, with pet evaporated milk and pet milk's husband-tested recipes, you just can't miss. You've probably noticed the handy recipe folders featured right along with pet milk in your favorite grocery store. But did you know the recipes in these take-home folders are husband-tested? They are. Tried out in hundreds of homes and voted okay by husbands. So next time you shop for groceries, take one of the recipe folders and take home several cans of pet milk. It's a combination that makes husband-pleasing easier. Cuts down on your food bills, too, because pet milk actually costs less than any other form of milk. Ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of all of us on this show and our sponsor, we hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and that you will have a pet milk New Year. With your troubles evaporated, leaving you healthy, happy, and double rich. Good night. Good night, all. First evaporated milk, Pet Milk, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? What would you do if you could relive a very special occasion in your life? Well, young wife Sally Carter finds that for one evening she can turn the clock back five years. And you'll hear the surprising results in the story of the week next Saturday morning on Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor program. You'll also hear about a quick, delicious main dish, Mary Lee Taylor's party chicken. It's a double feature you won't want to miss. So remember, Saturday morning, it's Mary Lee on NBC. Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor. Be sure to listen. Enjoy Big Town with an exciting adventure next on NBC. NBC.